Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I just want to know. I'm not sure if I should start here. Let's start. Let's start on a positive note because I do have a lot of things that I need to tick off here. Um, when it comes to professional wrestling, if you are talking about it, we are talking about it. Welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast with the Ant Man. So we got a Sasha and Bailey sighting. Dolph is shedding his old skin. And believe me, lots of Joe versus Hook talk. And you could watch every WWE PLE this year for free. We'll tell you all about it coming up. Welcome to episode 42 of the Wrestle Chat Podcast. I'm your host, the Ant Man, and Michael, for a slow week in pro wrestling. We sure got a lot to get to on this episode. We, we do. It's it's kind of interesting. It's not that there's been a, a week of any major headlines or anything, but there are just there's a lot going on in the in the some of the lower layers of professional wrestling. So I'm excited to jump into it with you. Well, a show that uh, that happened last Saturday after. Uh, this podcast came out episode 41 was um the first and i hate saying this this is the it was the first tna pay-per-view almost a ple i'm not sure what they're called with tna i think they're pay-per-views because i paid for it uh it was tna's the, the first one that i'd ever watched and it was hard to kill and there was lots to this let's start with uh with sasha and bailey i didn't notice them during the event and i think it was on purpose that i didn't notice them because they had them hidden pretty well in the dark but they were there together sasha and bailey there to watch trinity's women's title match in that Uh, does it mean much to you when you see i mean they're friends so to go support another friend not a big deal but to have them inside the arena where they can be seen by fans that seems like it's a, a just maybe a tad step more forward than i thought that they might do what about you uh, well, I mean, it wasn't for a lack of trying to be incognito. Yeah. I mean, there was the sunglasses and the hood and the trench coat and the nose with mustache glasses. And, Almost. You know, the, the the whole bit. And so um, they were trying within reasonable confines to be incognito. But, I mean, 
in today's world, you know, when you have, when you have pay-per-views, you know, with a cheeky title like forbidden door and, you know, in the, in the land of kayfabe being dead, you know, as some would say, I don't think it's really that big of a deal. I think if anything, it gives us hope that for, uh, to, to see people, come back to where they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. You know, still mm-hmm. a lot of scuttlebutt around Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet about where she's going to land. And so if nothing else, it, it serves to fuel the rumors of friends talking to each other about what they should do. I almost think that their incognito-ness made them stick out more than anybody else in that crowd. If it would simply been a, been a cap sitting in a, in a suite, I mean, I think I might have, if I was sitting in a suite next to him, I might have looked over and went, Hang on. They look familiar, but when they're decked out in everything that they were decked out in, that really made well, them. Well, not only that, but they're like on this upper level, oh, yeah. like the two guys from the Muppets just <laughs> hanging out in the balcony. It's like, okay, well. <laughs> yes, uh, they, that is what it looked like. It, it was cool to see them together. I did see something else, and I don't know if it was even related to them being at the show together, but the Bailey said, and they are inevitably. Um, destined, I'm butchering the actual quote, but they're inevitably destined for at least one more match. And I hope that's sooner than later, and I hope it's back in, in WWE. Something else that happened at TNA Hard to Kill last weekend was uh, Dolph Ziggler, or uh, his real name, Nick Nemeth. He signed with TNA and surprised everybody at the end of the show by coming out to, uh, after Moose won the title, we saw that they ended up taping a couple more shows over the next couple of days there in Vegas at the Palms. And uh, he was on those shows. It looks like that uh, that Nick Nemeth is now a part of TNA. And man, I'll tell you, I, what is he? Uh, the uh, wanted man, Nick Nemeth, is... That's the same. Th- I get the same feeling I had when uh, Matt Cardona left and really started popping on the indie scene. I get that same feeling. I know those guys are buddies. How's it feel for you to have uh, the former Dolph Ziggler in TNA now? I'll tell you what. I was I was always always a Dolph Ziggler fan, and I felt like with some of his Money in the Bank stuff, uh, his World Title run, um, never had it super long time, but. This guy always looked good, always wrestled good, and I never understood why he didn't get more time in the main event. It ne- I, I never understood it. And especially as he developed as a character and as a person where we kind of had this, you know, if you go back to his last world title run, it was this very over the top Dolph Ziggler, this very 80s turned up to 11. Sure. But over time, he settled into that kind of older, more mature type character um, that didn't have to be dialed up to 11. And and I think one of the greatest uh, boats that, that WWE missed was not giving him another shot at the world title um, or another title run. Uh, in the WWE because to all of that point, he showed up in TNA and just looks like a million bucks and looks like he belongs with the main event players. And so um, while I'm bummed that 
I wish it could have happened in the WWE. I'm thankful that another company sees his value and is willing to put him right in the thick of everything. And, and hopefully we see some good stuff out of him uh, here in the next, uh, this next stint that he has with TNA. I wonder what it is about some of these guys that seemed destined to move on to then come back. I mean, at some point, Matt Cardona, he says he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want to end his career at uh, at a bingo hall he wants to end it you know uh, at, at a big one at, at a big arena at wwe or a stadium and I, he looks to be destined to do that man the dude's making more money now than he did when he was in wwe uh working a lot harder but also being rewarded for working a lot harder as well we we saw Doesn't guys he like have like the nickname like deathmatch king or something he's the, like the, he's the indie god <laughs> the indie god and yeah so uh, like indiana jones he's the indie god and that's he's even he says it's it's not a knockoff it is a parody so he can't get sued so that's what he's hoping for at least from disney uh but you know he's moved on he's doing really well we we saw something like that happen with with um uh, Drew McIntyre, uh, he leaves, gets this whole new persona and is a killer and comes back and does decently well, kind of right now feels like he's floating and trying to find his way again. I don't know. I'm like you. I don't know what happened with Dolph Ziggler because the guy was money every time he walked out, every time he picked up a mic. You couldn't ask for more from a guy like that in any situation. And he was always great, but he never went to that next level, or at least when he got moved up to that next level, it wasn't really to the next level. It was until somebody else came along it, or at least it felt that way. Having this freedom over in TNA and, and maybe doing some indie shows as well. I know he did a little bit in New Japan, or at least right after uh, the uh, non-compete with WWE ended, he popped up there. And um, I just hope for the best for Nick Nemeth. And I'm already excited because of what he's what he's doing in TNA. So I'm anxious to see what else comes of that. The stare down with moose at the end of hard to kill uh hopefully is foreshadowing and we see that gold around nick nemeth's waist sooner than later in tna so excited about that um let's talk about uh seth seth rollins successful title defense against jinder mahal somebody we talked at length about last week here on the show it was a great showing in that match and they built it up it was the biggest thing that night even the uh even the uh the entrance um, not him coming to the ring, but their, the introductions. Uh, they they did the old school title on the line way where the lights are dark and there's only two spotlights and they're on each one of them. And out of the blue, Jinder Mahal looks like a real threat to the WWE world title and uh, Seth Rollins reigns. They've, uh, they've teased a cash in several times as well, and they did it on this one as well. We'll get to that here in a second. First, let's talk about the match, though. Personally, I thought this match was outstanding. And if any question was, should gender be in a match with Seth Rollins for the world title was squashed at the end of this match. What about you? It is undeniable. As you said, I mean, we're really, for me, I'm just going to regurgitate things that I've said in sure. recent weeks, but gender <laughs> Mahal is a main event player, top to bottom. Mm -hmm. If you don't agree with that, then I'll be pointed to say that you are a casual fan that doesn't care about wrestling because there is no way that someone who has a passion for wrestling that loves not only the athletic portion of it, but the storytelling portion of it, the entertainment value, the spectacle, the, the grandiose characters, you cannot look at gender Mahal and go, 
he's okay. It's, it's, it's not a thing. And, and the way he carried himself, the way he performed in that match, his mic work over the last, you know, couple weeks, it's just bar none. And, and it, it goes to show, um, that he needs more time in this area. Is he going to get it in the short term? I don't know. You know, I don't know where he's at in his career. He's doing this manager thing now for into sheer. And, and so I don't know if he's winding down, uh, but whatever it is, he did just an absolute fantastic job. I did not really think that the title was going to change hands. I had hoped it would, but in my heart, I knew that they want, you know, Seth to probably carry it through at least mania. And so I, I had the feeling that it probably wasn't going to happen, but I hoped because man, that guy looks, looks good with the strap around his waist. So, um, I'm, I'm disappointed in the end, but I'm thankful I got it. So well, better to have loved than lost than to have never loved at all. <laughs> I would, I, you know, I, I'm a little less apprehensive these days about if they decide to go another direction than what we think in WWE. Uh, Triple H and crew have done a fantastic job. We're going to get to some of the some of the changes in production that they've done over the last couple of weeks here in just a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but but them if they had made a decision to go with gender on a raw that everybody thought was just a one-off i would have today i'm a lot more likely to trust in where it would have gone than say six months ago a year ago two years ago because if it just happened out of the blue i've been like oh great here we go for it you know just not because of gender but just because of a a lack of build. They did a great job of building in literally over two weeks from the rock to the time he he stepped in the ring. It was two weeks and they did a fantastic job. Now, one of the things I mentioned was that they teased a cash in on this title bout as well. They've done that over the last several of Seth Rollins matches, a tease of a cash in at some point, you would think they're going to pull a trigger on this, right? I mean, they're running out of time. I mean, per, (laughs) per the rules, the money one in the year. bank contract is only good for one year. Yeah. And I believe that that pay-per-view usually happens in June. So maybe, maybe we're halfway there, I guess. I don't know how. All it that, feels like I he's had that the, briefcase a lot longer I than know. that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess the math is math and I didn't think it did. But um, but, you know, here's 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 my rub. Um, I'm going to get on my soapbox for a minute. I don't like the way that they've always played the money in the bank briefcase that, uh, that, that the person is always focused on one champion. Sure. There, there is no reason with how much judgment day has floated between, uh, the two shows, especially with the guys being tag champions that there should not have been, more teasing on Roman Reigns for the five minutes he was around. Well, have to, I was going to say he'd have to be there more often <laughs> for them to tease any of that. But there's plenty of other titles as well. Right. And so to the point, you know, I wish they would broaden, you know, the, the danger of the money in the bank briefcase, you know, even to such an extent of with how much they've built the intercontinental title oh, yeah. with, with Gunther. Yeah. Why not tease the cash in? Now I think technically the, the briefcase is for a world title shot. Um, I, I mean, they've never really died on that Hill, but we all just assume it's a world title shot, but all that to say, it, it's a little tiresome for me, 
that that Damien is just always five steps behind Seth, just waiting and waiting and waiting yeah. when it seems like there's more to play in that story. I don't know where the end of the road is for for da- for Damien Priest, to be honest with you. Um, there's a lot of people, a lot of big players that could be lined up for the you know the World Heavyweight Championship. Let, let me be clear. I'm a big Damian Priest fan. I have no shade to throw Damian Priest's way. But at the same time, do you go Damian Priest over CM Punk? Do you go Damian Priest over a number of guys that, that are on the Raw side that could be world champions right now? So uh, giving it back to you, there's, it, it, there's a big pool of people that are main event players. It's the best problem to have. But at the end of the day, you got to book it, and it's hard. Well, you brought this up, and it's and it's made me think that uh, are we running out of time? If it is June, that is actually an angle they've never actually taken. Hey, yeah. we're running out of time for this guy to cash this in. This and what if you do, and you get to the end, and it's you are on the Monday or the Friday before the Money in the Bank, and he still doesn't cash in because he doesn't have the opportunity and he's wasted it away. That's a completely different story too, that we have never seen before yep. with the money in the bank. That could be a really cool angle that they do with it. And we'll, we'll find out. We still got a few months left and could it be something at Mania? Yes. Could it be something at the Royal Rumble? Yes. Could it be happening on a random Monday or Friday night? Absolutely. Uh, something that does happen, happen every week and now happens live with you, Ryan, John and Jay as the man child chronicles. What's been happening over the last few weeks with you guys? Well, I'll tell you what, we've kind of, uh, whatever rules we had set for ourselves, we kind of just broke them all, you Uh, you, you know, for, for, for a while or for pretty much the majority of our existence, uh, we had been releasing episodes on Fridays and, and we just decided, Hey, we're going to, we're going to relax. We're going to record when we can get together, which has been more often than not Saturdays. Uh, we stopped doing pre-records and started going live, um, on social media, um, and we're, we're having a lot of fun and we're continuing to experiment this last week. We, um, did a lot of cutaways to reels, um, and shorts from Instagram and YouTube talking about some pop culture stuff. Um, and, and we, you know, discussed, you know, in our weekly meetings that don't happen, um, <laughs> that, you know, we're, we're going to do a little bit more of that. We're still playing games. We're still talking movies. There's still dark humor, toxic masculinity, insulting each other the whole bit. But um, it's it's a really fun time in the Man Child Chronicles universe of just, um, you know, hanging out with each other, playing some fun games. We've got some cool stuff that's coming down the pipeline. Again, all live in real time, more often than not on Saturday mornings. And so I would encourage you guys, if you just need a chill way uh, to hang out on the weekend or or maybe just catching replays during the week, uh, come hang out with us. We're available on YouTube uh, for video, also available um, where you listen to all, all your favorite places you listen to podcasts and audio form uh, so come check us out the man child chronicles easy link right here in the description of this episode if you're watching this on youtube they are the only channel in other channels that we love so you can find it right there too easy to find click on that and watch any of the previous episodes and and be aware of uh you know, set a reminder when a live episode is coming up of the man child chronicles punk has a new merch deal that's not with wwe we'll talk about that and it appears sting's final opponent has been chosen. Still a lot to get to just ahead here on the Wrestle Chat Podcast. More of that coming up. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, I got a question for you. Is one of your new year resolutions to travel more in 2024? I want to see if we can't help you out with that. That's by hooking you up with my exclusive offer from the Chase Southwest Visa. Sign up over at WrestleChatPodcast.com slash sponsors, and you can earn 50,000 points. That's enough in most instances for two round-trip tickets. That could cover your airfare to the Royal Rumble or maybe WrestleMania 40 or many other premium live events all over the U.S., or maybe you even have a dream of going to Hawaii. It could cover that too. Plus, you earn more points with every dollar you spend on your Chase Southwest Visa. Some restrictions apply. You can get all the details, though, over at WrestleChatPodcast.com slash sponsors. Earn 50,000 points today and check travel off your bucket list in 2024. That's WrestleChatPodcast.com slash sponsors. I've followed this company for a little while now. They, the first one that I ever saw from uh, Roots of Fight was a Muhammad Ali shirt that I thought, oh, that is a sick shirt. The next one I think that I saw that I really paid attention to was a Rey Mysterio shirt. Now CM Punk is a part of that lineup at Roots of Fight. If you've never checked out their stuff, now they are not, they're not paying for anything, not like that they would here on this podcast. It's just a, it's a merchandise company I like. I ordered the CM, one of the CM Punk shirts, one of the black ones. It, you should check them out at Roots of Fight. Uh, I think it's really cool that they, that they picked up CM Punk to, to run a line with here because every one of the people, every one of the stars on Roots of Fight are all, they're all legends. Have you seen any of their stuff? I have, uh, and such cool stuff. And, and I think the, the thing that I thought was that there's a lot of people that would not put CM Punk in like the iconic sure. category. And Everything that guy touches is successful. Now, despite my love for him, he's also his own worst enemy. And and he he said as much in, in his promo with Seth, I believe. But um but how unprecedented for him to have this separate line with some I say random, but I don't mean it as like small time, but just this other uh, you know, company 
that's outside of WWE because yeah. we don't know how serious WWE takes their merch sales. And so the fact that that either was allowed to happen or at least made it into grandfathered into a contract. I think it started a long is, time ago is what I would imagine. Pretty yeah. substantial. That is. And and it but but overall it speaks to his level as not a WWE superstar, but a professional wrestling and entertainment superstar. So good for him. I know that I'm going to be grabbing up some of that. I, I love the way that the, the, the way the line was designed. So kudos to him, man. CM Punk is their, their featured artist right now. I'm pulling up their website here. You guys can take a look at it as well. Uh, CM Punk is right there at the top on the front page. Um, they just also, I noticed, uh, in the last couple of days, released some new Rowdy Roddy Piper merchandise. It says Legend Killer. When I saw Legend Killer, I thought they're doing Randy Orton as well. No, yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, they also have Brett the Hitman Hart, some new Muhammad Ali stuff, Ray Mysterio. Um, man, lots of guys, Gracie's, they have Macho Man, great Macho Man merch. If you're a big Macho Man guy, again, I know we're, we're, we're doting on Roots of Fight. Hopefully they see this. If you feel like sending us some stuff, great. If you want to do a WrestleChat podcast shirt, great. Nobody's going to fight you on that. <laughs> Extra large. <laughs> Make it two. Uh, yeah, but if you, you should check them out because the CM Punk line, all of it is really good. CM Punk uh, being the latest, uh, some really good stuff. Uh, and we'll also, you know, I'll link it somewhere. But the description of this episode, how about that? You can find Roots of Fight uh, CM Punk's merch in there right now. Sting. Sting is going to have his final match coming up, his final match ever, and it's an AEW. Uh, are you good with Sting's last match being a tag match, Michael? Uh, I'm going to take no for 300. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right there with <laughs> not, you. Not, not what I not thought. Not a fan. Here's, here's the thing. It seems like there's more than one person that goes to AEW to check off their personal ending my career bucket list and not necessarily what's good for the brand at large or storylines or this, that, whatever. Now here's, here's don't hear what I'm not saying, which is I'm not saying these guys are selfish. I'm not saying these guys are in business for themselves Uh, with sting. He's accomplished. I mean, almost everything there is to accomplish. He's been in every major wrestling brand. Um, numerous accolades. Does the guy deserve to go out how he wants to go out? Yes. Yes, he does. Me as a fan, do I want to, you know, see him, you know, face some, what some might consider, not, not me, of course, but some might consider, you know, the, the stuck up EVPs of AEW. Um, (laughs) It's, it's not the way that we want to see, you know, sting right off into the sunset, but at the same time, Man, it's his curtain call, and and he needs to do it how he wants to do it so he can be at peace with it. You know how I mentioned earlier that if uh, if they had decided to go with Jinder Mahal on WWE uh, today, if they decided to go with him as the world champion just out of the blue, I would trust it a lot more than I would have like six or eight months ago. With it being a tag match and a tag match against the Young Bucks, in the state of where things are and the things that they have proven over the last few months in AEW, it makes me question everything. 
and not that everything has been bad in AEW because it's actually been the opposite. Not everything has been bad. There's just been some key things that I'm like, how do you miss that or this or that or this or that? Or why are you focused on Jinder Mahal and tweeting about it incessantly and and calling out Eric Bischoff? Worry about your product. This is what I mean. Worry about your product. The icon Sting is ending his career in your company. You shouldn't be tweeting about anything. You should be focused on what his final match is. If I just, if I were booking it, I don't know where I would have gone with this. What I think would have been cool and would have been great at putting, at putting a younger guy over is that he has been working hand in hand with Darby Allen since Sting came in to AEW. I wish something would have happened with those two for Sting's last match. He's the guy that yep. you've been training up and building up, and it's time for um, for the for the understudy to step up. You've taught him everything he knows, but you haven't taught him everything that you know, and you're going to get into one final battle when you used to be friends, and now you're going to be foes. I kind of would have rather had seen that than to see them two teaming up to take on a new version of the Young Bucks. It feels a little... I hate to say it feels a little indie. Yeah. And, and here's the thing too, you you know, we've all heard the expression rising tides raises all ships. And, and, and we talk about that in this context of, uh, you know, the success can be shared by everybody, but what is not discussed often enough is that with that rising tide of success, the rising tide of expectation mm. comes along with it. Great point. And, and here's, here's what I would say is AEW making bad decisions. I, I would not say or call them bad decisions, but here's the problem. Every other brand is making a lot of good decisions. Even TNA who Great. many could argue as of a year ago yep. would have been in third place maybe. Yep. And now you've got TNA and WWE making fantastic decisions. And even though your decisions in AEW are not bad, if they're just okay, they look bad. And so to your point, there's so many things that are being focused on that are probably not good uh, for the greater brand overall. And, you know, you can say whatever you want about Vince McMahon, Triple H, but at the end of the day, Everything goes back into the business and the business is professional sports entertainment. You know, Brock Lesnar in the last couple of years is giving back because it's his time. The Undertaker yep. dropped his streak to Brock Lesnar because it was time to give back and then proceeded to lose several times after that because it was about building other storylines and building bigger stars. And I'm just not seeing AEW pour back into the business for itself, even at the expense of itself. So what I'm saying is I'm not taking a dump on AEW because I love a lot of things that AEW is doing. But my point to this whole rant is the tide of expectation has risen with the success and the boom of professional wrestling again. And AEW needs to rise with that tide and hold itself to a higher expectation for what it's doing. Sean Ross Sapp reported earlier this week uh, that there were several options that were proposed to Sting, and this is the one that he wants. 
I want to know what those other ones were proposed to him. I want to know what they were and why you settled on this one. He has been, he is, uh, I have a picture. I'll find it sometime and share it of when I thought I was Sting, probably around nine years old, face painted up for Halloween, knee, uh, knee pads on my elbows. I was Sting and uh, I, I am excited to see him go out the way he wants to. Um, just because it's not something that, uh, that I am necessarily in line with doesn't mean it's not great and won't be great. It's coming up and it's sold out. So looking forward to revolution coming up in March on AEW and Sting's final match. Uh, noticeable changes in production for WWE. Kevin Dunn is gone and it almost was like while he was walking out with his box, new things started getting implemented. Things that may have been, you know, quietly happening in the background at maybe NXT and, hey, we're going to we're gonna start working on it here without him knowing. And as soon as he's out, boom, let's pop it in. And that's certainly what it has looked like and what it has felt like. We're, uh, we're not seeing as many quick cuts in matches and definitely no more Zooms. I have stopped taking my uh, uh, Demetril or whatever that is that you're supposed to take when you're seasick. Uh, clearly, I didn't really take it, but what are those patches they put behind your ears so when you're on a cruise, dramamine dramamine thank you uh where you, you, i'm not feeling seasick watching raw and smackdown anymore thanks to uh the new production techniques but even more than that there was a lot of talk about the set at raw this past monday night come to find out it wasn't really a planned set design change at least yet because it was Really just because a lot of equipment didn't get, in there, didn't get to the arena because of the weather. And uh, they really threw that together in less than 24 hours. Triple H saying so on Twitter and and really commending everybody who, who jumped in and got involved. But what are some of the things that you've noticed on the production side of things changing since Kevin has left? Well, I can tell you one thing I really miss is the, the camera following the chair shots <laughs> in, in the in the the expediated movement. Um, we should no, get a GoPro he, and stick it on. Like, <laughs> just build a a chair with a GoPro in it so we can see it from that point of view. That'd be great. Well, they put them in the ring post. Why can't Why they put not? them in chairs? Exactly. Um, no, here's the thing. You know, anybody that does podcasts likes production to some extent. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the means to, to justify the ends for some people, but I know like for you and me, we love production stuff. We We're always looking at it you know, so what I don't want to do is take, you know, a complete dump on, on Kevin Dunn. <laughs> yes. There's, there's been some controversial things and there's some people that are not huge fans of him, but he held down a global product and was a mainstay in a very successful company for a long time. So kudos to him. But um, just like in a lot of areas, uh, there are certain people that can build things and take them somewhere. And then there are people who can pick up the ball and make it grow past what the builder could do. Both are needed, but rarely are those two needs the same person. And so while, Kevin Dunn has done some really cool stuff. It's really cool to to see uh, everything kind of morphing and transforming. And the the main thing that stuck out to me was a lot of these 
vignettes and storytelling uh, bits that we're getting so powerful. And, 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 and while I know they're taking a lot of production time and time with the, the superstars, it is propelling storylines in ways that we've not seen uh, since the Attitude Era and, and the way things were playing out on TV then. Um, but it, it's so cool that we're breaking away from uh, interview in the hallway, red or blue light shined on the ceiling, a little bit of trust here, a little bit of road case there. It was very predictable. And, and, um, not that it was bad quality. It served the purpose just fine, but we're, we're seeing more creativity coming out and, and, and it's, a. Uh, it's, it's something that's feeding into itself because now the superstars are able to be more creative with their characters and we're seeing the natural evolution of things and, and super cool. So I'm thankful to have all these cutaways, these vignettes, all these things that are happening. Um, and, and I'm excited to see what more happens. I mean, it's, it's been a very, very short time and we're seeing pretty significant changes. So time will only tell when, you know, some of the big wish list things start happening for the, the team internally. The setting can tell the story sometimes almost as much as the superstar. So it is cool to see them to get out of the norm. We've got lots to talk about with Joe versus Hook. <laughs> Plus, the Royal Rumble is coming up one week from today, Saturday. Next Saturday, the Royal Rumble is going down. We'll speculate on surprise entrance. And if you uh, want to watch the Royal Rumble and every other WWE PLE this year for free, you can. Here's how. The Royal Rumble, WrestleMania 40, Elimination Chamber, Backlash, Money in the Bank, and more. Watch every single WWE premium live event in 2024 for free. Head over right now to WrestleChatPodcast.com slash contest. Enter your name, your email, your favorite premium live event. Share your Instagram with us and click that yes, subscribe me to your newsletter and hit submit. You'll be entered to win every single premium live event with Peacock Premium. Head over right now to WrestleChatPodcast.com slash contest. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It showed on our screen or on our clocks, 15 minutes left in AEW Dynamite. Justin Roberts said there was a 60 minute time limit. Hmm. I wonder which one was going to happen. <laughs> 
Samoa Joe versus Hook on AEW Dynamite for the AEW World Title. Joe's first defense after beating MJF. I just want to know. I'm not sure if I should start here. Let's start. Let's start on a positive note because I do have a lot of things that I need to tick off here. Um, it was a good match. Um, if you just, I don't, I can't even say that a 140 pound guy kicked out of your champs finisher on the count of one. I don't know how you justify that. Can you? I, I could try. I'm not going to say I'm going to land the plane on that one. It, I see. I see what they were trying to do. Well, explain to me. They were trying to get the young guy over. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who was the producer for the match or the agent or whatever. Very confusing. Very. It, it didn't. It didn't serve Joe and it didn't serve Hook. It ends up not whatever. serving either one of them. Yes, it it I I'm really at a loss for words because it was so unusual the way the not only the onset of the match of all the people that you could put there, you you chose hook. Yes. No shade to hook. Cool guy. Great character. Good in the ring. And then you get to the match and all take it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, and I thought that I would have plenty to say, but I feel like that all I'm doing is dumping on AEW and dumping on these guys. Let me say this first. I think Joe is going to be a fantastic champion. Listen, this guy yes. uh, held uh, basically the tent poles of T and uh, TNA for a long time. He, AJ Styles, Sting. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm leaving people out, and I would if I just continued on. There would be plenty of people I'll leave out. But he was one of the main guys that that got TNA over at a much needed time. He stuck with them through the, in, the ups and downs. He was there when it became Impact. He left and went to uh, NXT. The guy who was headlining. TNA matches at TNA pay-per-views went down to the bottom of WWE and worked his way through like all the other guys who were picked up out of a modeling magazine. He went there with them and he worked his way up to the main roster. I don't know what Vince did not see, if, if that's true, that Vince didn't see in Samoa Joe. He was one guy that I looked at in TNA when I wasn't watching TNA and went, whoa, that guy's good. Why, why is he not in WWE? And then he gets to WWE and he does a few things. And I remember a match getting stopped because he started bleeding. And that was the first one I was going, what in the world is happening? Where are we right now? And that was in NXT. He ends up on the main roster and then relegated to the, not that it's bad, but he's, he's in the announcer's chair at uh, in Saudi Arabia. Why is this guy not in the ring? So he leaves and goes to AEW. And in essence, he starts at the bottom again and he works his way back up and he fights and he fights and he fights. I don't know that he was, you mentioned this last week, not really shown in the best of light uh, as he worked his way up to MJF. But man, I'll tell you in that run with, uh, with the devil and MJF, I, a lot of the credit goes to Samoa Joe on that, and all of that. And Joe taking home the title was great. So who do you pair him up with in his very first bout? You pair him up with Hook. Okay, cool. That's fine. Give him an easy one. 
But you put a guy in there that that one literally three years ago, four years ago, Hook was playing lacrosse. Hook had no ambition of being a pro wrestler. Yes, he is Taz's son, but he was going the direction of playing lacrosse. And because of COVID, he ended up obviously he couldn't play. So he started training and he found that, oh, I'm really good at this, too, because he is Hook is a really great pro wrestler. There was a time that you just showed a picture on a screen of Hook and, and everybody went berserk in the arena and you you could feel it through the television. Hook was somebody, is somebody, is going to be somebody. He does not need to kick out of the finisher of the world champ, period, especially on one. So when he does it to Sting... And Sting gets pinned. Is he less than less than Hook? When Samoa Joe does this to Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho kicks out at two and three quarters. This just doesn't. I mean, I heard Bully Ray this week on um, on Busted Open talking about no one kicked out of the 3D for 20 plus years. No, it was the most protected finisher in all of pro wrestling. That's the way it should be. That should have never happened. And if Joe approved that, shame on you, Joe. You're the champ. Step up and say something. Ha- tap out of everything. T- you know, tap out. You can kick out of everything else. But the finisher's the finisher. Uh, and I'll, let's go. Let's pull the curtain back and talk about TJ. This is the move that put TJ, uh, um, Natalia's husband, on the shelf. He it, it broke his C3, C4, whatever it is, and he no longer wrestles because of the muscle buster. But Hook kicked out of it? You got to be kidding me. Now, let's let's take it from a different angle. Let's hypothetically say it wasn't done on purpose. Let's say <laughs> rookie mistake. What what do you do with that now? Yeah. What and and how do you Okay, you make a great point because I want future. I want you to take this and cuz what it fe- it felt like they were trying to make it look like that Hook was going into business for himself for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In some so go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, but no, but th- I'm I'm glad you took over because I'm just saying, well, when you when you reference Joe there, I don't know that he would let it happen. And so it kind of makes you wonder if it was just now, I don't recall um, the pin situation, like if there was leg hooked, if, you know, what, whatever it was, if it was a, a full weight cover or kind of a lean over, whatever it was. But maybe the dude just kicked out uh, too early. You know, I, I don't know. But in any situation uh, to, to echo, you know, wanting to, to say positive things, we're not dealing with talentless people. We're not dealing with bad production or whatever we're just the booking just leaves a little bit to be desired and and that's simultaneously the easiest and hardest thing to fix and, it really is and so yeah and so uh, it sucks that it happened but it, it's it's yesterday i'm not thrilled about it but hopefully we can figure out a way to like make some better choices but well here's an here's another like- point that i had with the match is that we you and i haven't even texted about this um taz is out there calling his son's match after the match is over and joe comes back in to beat him up again no longer a match but taz is not doing anything 
Taz, this is your kid, bro. Your son is getting beaten down. Uh, he literally, he being Samoa Joe, rolled back into the ring after he choked him out. The Coquina Clutch. Uh, he didn't tap out, by the way. He passed out. Uh, Hook just passed out. There was no tap out either. He kicked out of the finisher and didn't tap out of another finisher. He just passed out. It, it, a lot of times it feels like that maybe they are, they being AEW or Tony, they're trying to appease the crowd that they're in front of and not the crowd that is a thousand times bigger watching on television. 800,000 people are watching on TV. There's roughly five to 6,000 inside the arena. What's the ongoing story? Where does it, and at the end of this, where does it leave both guys? What does it say for Joe that he put everything, he did every move that he had and barely beat the guy and only because he passed out and he didn't even tap out. And what does it do for, I mean, we're going to find out next Wednesday if, and this was another point that I've heard guys bring up too, is that, well, with the way AEW has been going, they won't even mention Hook next week. He won't be on TV. He won't be doing anything for the next three weeks. And randomly, he'll be wrestling uh, some guy from Ring of Honor that we've never heard of. I, I get exhausted with with the AEW, WCW comparison. Yeah. I think it's old. I think it's tired. Yeah. But, but man, if we don't look at history, we are doomed to repeat it. And that match, even though I don't think it's the case, that match reeked of I have creative control. <laughs> because... because we we have not seen anything so like this. How bizarre it was since WCW. Newsflash: WCW isn't around anymore. Yeah. And if you compile the things that we've talked about AEW, the good and the bad, we know that AEW lost thirty five million dollars in twenty twenty three. Their booking is reminiscent of a failed company. You know, they're buying up all these smaller companies and trying to turn it into something. And it's not working. And and so there needs to just be, and, and who am I, right? I acknowledge that I'm just some guy on a podcast, on the internet. What do I know, right? But, but it just, from the outside looking in, it just seems too obvious that history is repeating itself with AEW. It was a it was a wealthy billionaire that wanted to get into the wrestling business. So we found some guys, to, some big players to help him do it. And then over time, it just continued to slip and continued to slip until it was no more. And so far, we're following that exact same yeah. story. The, uh, the match started with people cheering for Hook and chanting, Joe's going to kill you. To the end of the match, the crowd not saying anything about either one of the competitors. They were saying, whose house? Swerve's house. A guy that wasn't even in the match. I'll leave it there. We only have a few more minutes, and we're going to get to the Royal Rumble. We're going to do a whole Royal Rumble episode coming up next week here on the Wrestle Chat Podcast before it airs next Saturday night. First, want to jump in because, you know, the, the big thing is, is that every year we get surprises, and that seems to be... Um, the sticky point, the, 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 the sticky part of the Royal Rumble, great matches, but man, we're going to see some surprise entrance in both the, the women's and the men's. Who are they going to be this year? So I thought we might just go do a little back and forth and uh, see uh, which ones you have on your list that I might have, ones I might have that you might have. I'll start off and I'll say The Rock shows up. How about you? 
you know, I'll be honest. I, I haven't, it's, it's been a crazy week. And so I haven't had time to fully immerse myself sure. into the surprises of the Royal Rumble. So there's just some simple things that I'm hoping for. Okay. And one of them is I need my dose of Pat McAfee. Okay. Yep. I need, that's a great one. I need my Pat McAfee appearance. <laughs> I say rock, you say Pat McAfee. How about uh, Trinity or Naomi? Should be Naomi if she comes back to WWE. She did lose the title, the women's title, the knockouts title, I should say, at TNA Hard to Kill last weekend. Does that mean she shows up at WWE's Royal Rumble next weekend? That could be pretty cool. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, to that same point, it, it makes you wonder if, when, how, maybe could be you know, Sasha Banks yes. making her triumphant return. Um, will it be at the Rumble? Eh, I don't know. That could be cool. But, but it could be cool. It'd be cool. I saw a graphic on this, and it's not somebody I would have just thought of if I would have just said, oh, yeah, that person is is due to jump into Royal Rumble. But it made me think, hmm, I wonder if it could happen. Uncle Howdy. Interesting. How about Interesting. that? Wouldn't that be kind of cool? I would be very thankful to see it. I think my only gripe could be when that happens. Yeah. I uh, I wanted to have more time. Yeah, and I don't uh, think so you can. I don't think you can eliminate Uncle Howdy. I think it's just like at the end of the match, you see him standing in a doorway or something. Yeah, that'd be something cool. like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, probably next. Uh, you know, we've been hearing a lot of scuttlebutt. I'm gonna go. Andrade. Yes, um, good maybe pick. Seeing him, seeing him roll back in, and oh my God! Pause. Timeout. Old school. Save by the bell. Freeze. Can we just talk about uh, Andrade and Santos Escobar and the colossal amazingness that that would be? Santos Escobar right now is is just blowing my mind with how much he is embodying that like. South American drug lord almost <laughs> character. And I'm just like, God, I love him it's so, so much. It's so uh, good. Well, it, and that's what it, that's what's great about the Royal Rumble as well, is it it ultimately is about who wins the Royal Rumble match in both the men and the women's. But it's also about the stories that start developing inside the match. You see those two guys, you see Santos already in the ring and he's been eliminating, you know, two, three, four, five other guys. Music hits. Andrade comes out and they just have a stare down in the middle of the ring. You see a future story coming with those two guys. And neither one of them end up winning. It doesn't matter. One causes right. the other one to, to get eliminated. That creates a story. It's going to be fun. It is. I, I mentioned this uh, last week or the week before that the Royal Rumble has, has rapidly risen to my number two premium live event. And I'm anxious for it next week. That's going to be a lot of fun. You can watch that one and you can watch all the rest of the WWE premium live events for free on us with a free subscription for the entire year to Peacock. If you'll go over to wrestlechatpodcast.com slash contest, you can sign up right now and we'll be giving this away next week here on the show. So before the Royal Rumble plays, if you're the winner, you will have your subscription to be able to watch that one and all the other ones as well. Michael, I think that does it for us this week. I think we're out of time. I think so. A uh, great week in wrestling and man, Royal Rumble's around the corner and and I don't other than my wedding night, 
like the Royal Rumble is like the most amazing <laughs> moment in in my life. So um, I'm excited for the Rumble to be here yeah. and uh, just just stoked for everything that brings with the season and WrestleMania afterwards. Same. Yeah. Good to have you again this week. Good to talk. Good to have you guys here with us as well. Remember to subscribe and to like this episode and and do the old school uh, word of mouth. Tell a friend about it. It would help us out a lot. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next week here on the Wrestle Chat Podcast. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.